I'm excited to be able to share the following episode with you. During the next few minutes, I'm going to be sharing some really interesting information that's taken me many, many years to work out. Before we get started, I just wanted to acknowledge three things. First of all, we're all here to learn, whether that's you or me, growth is universal. The second part is that because you're listening to this, you already have an inner strength that I can only admire as I hold a flame up to you for working on your growth and self-development. And the final acknowledgement is to not judge me on my words, but go and gain new experiences by acting on my advice instead. Before we get started, I just wanted to give you one of my all-time favourite quotes by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. And in today's episode, I'm going to be guiding you on that trail that I have created for you to increase the success that you're getting in your dating life. Over the past 15 years, I've done a wide array of different training courses helping my clients to build self-confidence, get the success that they want. This includes leading my clients to getting married, having children, engaged long-term relationships, polyamorous relationships if that's what they desire. During that process, there's so many things that I've learned. There's so many things that I've done wrong. And there's so many things that sound really, really good, but simply don't work. I have trained my clients all around the world in everyday situations to go and start conversations and to meet women for the very first time. I've coached my clients in bars and nightclubs in high energy environments. I've coached my clients in event spaces where I have female coaching assistants for very advanced role plays. And I've also coach my clients on video calls with female coaching assistants so that I can film those sessions and watch them back to get real life experience to see how the girls are responding to any given situation. Aside from being witness to all of these different things that I've had the luxury of witnessing over the years, I've also read approximately 1500 books in the past 15 years. That's a rough estimate, but I imagine it's around that, perhaps even a little bit more. And these range from psychology books, philosophy books, classic books, self-development books, most areas of human endeavor I've read something on at this point in my life. Now, on top of this, I've also become accredited in multiple therapies and multiple coaching disciplines. So I've taken a multifaceted approach to what I've done. I've looked at it from a research and evidence-based perspective, which means that Not only have I thought about this methodically over time, I've also gone out into the real world and tested it. And I also, because I've been working in the industry so long, have been able to follow up with clients over a prolonged period of time to find out how their life is panning out further down the line. Now, it is my belief that the way that I coach my clients automatically sets them up for long-term dating success. Whether that's what you want is irrelevant. Because being able to meet a woman and demonstrating the parts of your personality that you need to demonstrate the right way 
can set up a relationship any which way that you want. It is true that I have learned from studying evolutionary psychology that we all have certain parts of our personality that are very attractive to women. Charles Darwin spoke about this in his theory in 1859 when he spoke about natural selection, which I'm sure you know about, but he also spoke about sexual selection, which is the fact that we all compete within our species for members of the opposite sex. Now, if you think about this as an everyday man, musicians never really struggle in their dating life. A lot of them don't have any money, so it can't be wealth because everyone seems to think wealth is the biggest one. A lot of them aren't muscular, so it can't be muscles. And I'm going to say that, you know, not not all of them are intelligent, which is the other main thing. Now, these are known as fitness indicators. And any area of human endeavor where you are good at something is because we are biologically wired to follow that direction. And the reason being because it gives us the best possible opportunity of meeting a member of the opposite sex. I first read about this in Jeffrey Miller's book, The Mating Mind, which is a big old book, but unbelievable because what it did at the time when I read it around 10 years ago, it enabled me to illuminate my real life experiences and underpin them by scientific research, which was quite remarkable at the time because it made me a better coach and also made me more individual when I work with my clients rather than the one size fits all approach, which doesn't really work. Now it is true that I do give general advice on my social media channels and I write blogs because for me, it's better to have access to some specific knowledge because not everyone can hire me. Not everyone has the budget or the time to be able to do that. So I do the best I can with putting out content, which is as helpful as I can possibly make it. Now, over the years, there's been many, many mistakes that we've made, that I've made, You know, number one was ever coaching clients in bars and nightclubs because they are they these are really, really difficult places to meet women where the odds are stacked against you from the start. A lot of people are drunk. A lot of people can get into aggressive situations with mate protection. You're also having very late nights. You're also drinking a lot of alcohol and you add all this together. And it's like if there weren't any girls there, would you go? to a bar or nightclub? And the answer is probably not. So in my early career, I learned that quite quickly, that this is the wrong situation. Seeing as I'm not really a big drinker, I don't really like late nights. You know, what what am I doing being here? And what's interesting over the years is that a lot of people who work nine to five feel like the only opportunity to meet women is either on a dating app, dating website, or in bars and nightclubs. And I'm here to tell you that that's simply not the case. It was only when a client came to one of my training courses that I realized the power of speaking to women in everyday environments. So he turned up on my training course. We went out on a night out together and everything he did was wrong. And the following day, I was just going to sit him down and say, listen, I know you've done someone else's training course, but you're putting too much pressure on yourself. You're trying to be something you're not. None of this is working. So before I explained to him, you know, that we needed to go in a different direction, he said, oh, there's a girl over there. Watch this. And he just went over to a girl during the day, complimented her, got into a conversation and went on an instant date together. And it's the first time I'd ever seen that. And I said to my client right there and then that 
if he got better in the evenings, so let me train him in the evenings, I'd take him on to work for me. And that's exactly what we did. He's the first coach I ever hired. He showed me how to do the daytime stuff and I showed him how to do the evening stuff. Now, interestingly enough, when he started showing me how to do the daytime stuff, my um, ability to get people to stop and talk to me was about eight out of 10, when his, his was two or three out of 10. And it was only through studying evolutionary psychology we worked out why, which is because when I say excuse me, I was saying it louder than him. And when you say excuse me loudly, what you're doing is you are showing that you have a lot of energy to waste. And this is very attractive to members of the opposite sex. So if you think about it a different way, if you go into a business that's very successful, chances are they've got a massive foyer with pieces of art on the walls, which has got nothing to do with their business, but it's a sign of wealth. And if you think about that in any other area, you spend a lot of money on a car, you spend all of your excess energy getting into good physical condition. So showing off anything, an excess of energy is very attractive to women. So when we work this out, obviously then my head coach at the time, he then got much, much better at starting conversations during the day for the simple reason that he used more energy. So after we work that out, we were then in a process where we were still doing evening coaching, but then we decided we were only going to do daytime coaching because it just fit in with the training we were doing at the time and we just felt it was more effective. So we spent a couple of years together traveling around the UK. Then we did a European tour all around Europe teaching the same things. And what we learned is essentially that the daytime stuff is just better. It's just if you can get over your anxiety, which now is very, very simple. What I teach now is way more effective than what I used to teach back then. Yet back then, we still got unbelievable success stories. So many years later, the way in which we do it now is even easier. So when clients come to my courses, it's very, very simple to get them to overcome anxiety because they just need to follow a very simple plan that we've created. So it's interesting that even back then, there was still success compared to now. Now it's just, you know, so much easier because we balance our clients' thoughts first, which was a recent addition, but, you know, a huge, huge difference to the overall self-confidence. So we worked out many different things when we were practicing stuff during the day. We, we literally went out and we tried so many different ways of starting conversations, how to handle rejection, how to approach girls in situations where there's a lot of guys present where you're going to feel embarrassed. We basically went through all the hard yards and we worked out very, very simple and effective ways of doing it. Now, starting that conversation as a guy is a fear and it's a fear that every guy possesses in his life until he learns to overcome it. So as you listen to this, I can guarantee you that you have a fear of approaching women unless you've taken a training course. Simple as that. And if you don't think you do, I'm here to tell you that you do. Because there are situations where you may think, oh, she looks busy. She's on the phone. She's doing this. Oh, it's not right. It's all excuses and it's fear-based excuses. I'm here to tell you that if you learn how to start a conversation with a woman during the day, all of your dating problems go away, bar a very few small ones. Because what happens is you're meeting so many women that you become more relaxed, you become more flirty, more teasy, more lighthearted, just because there's so many of them. And this is why women tend to be secure in their dating life, because a lot of guys are hitting on them all the time. They have a lot of options. So if you want to replicate that success, you have to learn how to do it. Now, 
my training course, I would say is the best in the world at doing that. Every single person that takes my training course gets unbelievable success at that very small part, but it makes such a huge difference to their overall dating life. So now we know, right, it's categorical that starting more conversations equals more self-confidence equals more success. So let's say that you are in a situation now where you have started a conversation and you're meeting more women and you've got more confidence. What are the next sticking points? Because these often only come up at the next phase of your development. The next part that goes wrong is that you're scared to tease a girl that you find attractive and you're scared to break rapport. And this happens because you are valuing that girl too highly in your mind. And again, we can go back to evolutionary psychology here because we are wired to be in tribes of 50 to 150 people. And if you meet a member of another tribe who you value higher than you, then the risk of being sent away from the tribe or even death is very, very high. So what happens is when you value a woman higher than you, you automatically act submissive because it serves you. Now, there's a couple of things to do here. Obviously, not viewing a woman so highly by meeting more women that you find attractive, going back to what I was saying earlier. But the other one is learning how to break rapport, say no, handle conflict, because these are all fears. And once you overcome these fears, what happens is you view yourself as someone who's higher up in that hierarchy. And then because you view yourself as someone who's higher up, because you are higher up, what tends to happen then is you have less anxiety with women that you find attractive. So these are the sort of main two areas. One is starting the conversation, which is fear-based. And the next one's breaking rapport, flirting, teasing, which is also fear-based. And then that gets into conflict management, assertiveness training, which is also fear-based. So what we've discovered over the years is that most of the issues that men have in their dating life is due to fears. Now, this is the outward, tangible, outside success and results. There's also the inside route and the inside path. And I've learned a lot about that over the years. I mean, I pretty well tried, pretty well read most self-development books that exist or the main ones over the years. I've tried a lot of people's advice, some good, some bad. Some things that genuinely help are really anything towards your overall self-development, whether that's hot yoga, whether it's exercise, whether it's journal writing, whether it's meditation, these things all help. And I think that my experience is that at different times in our life, we need different parts that help us at that given time. For me, sometimes it's exercise, sometimes it's emotional clearance exercises, sometimes it's writing, sometimes it's hot yoga for a week just to break the um, cycle of where my life is at this stage. So being open to trying new things is one of the most effective ways of growing and helping your life. Now, it's actually really hard to do that because as we get older, we do get a bit more stiff and being open to trying something new gets more and more difficult, which is why it's so important to just try it. You know, it doesn't really matter what type of exercise you're doing. There's always something you haven't done, whether you've done acrobatics or haven't, calisthenics Whatever it is, there's a new area that you can try. And what I've noticed is that more flexible you are, the more relaxed you become, the more self-confident you become off the back of it. So again, going back to what I was saying earlier, really what I've learned in this sort of 15 year journey is that it's always fear that holds you back. 
And even when you're rigid and you don't want to try something new, it's a fear because you're stuck in your comfort zone and you don't want to get out of your comfort zone because you're scared, right? So this is why it's so important to always focus on getting out of your comfort zone. Why I created my 100 day self-confidence challenge, because every single day you can push your confidence more and more and more and grow. And again, what I found with this is that if you're fear is starting a conversation or conflict, you're best dealing with it by taking one of my courses in person because we can deal with it there and then. Once you've overcome that fear and develop coping strategies, you're done. You don't need another course because you know how to do it and you've overcome the fear. Whereas with bigger self-confidence concerns, it's more ongoing support via a daily challenge or a weekly support with one of my coaching assistants because or my head coach because that way you can feel supported during a change period but change can be instant if it's overcoming fear but if it's a lifestyle or habitual change that's what takes a little bit more time and that's where the weekly support comes from or the daily challenges without oversimplifying what i do because actually requires a lot of skill to be able to do what what I do for a living um, because every client is different and everything is so nuanced and there's so many different areas to work in. When you are training, coaching, mentoring someone for a living, it's very much avoiding things not to do more than getting things right. So when I'm coaching people, it's 90% of it is avoiding doing these things because they definitely don't work, which leaves the 10% of things that do work. And often is the case that you're doing things on a subconscious level that you don't know are unattractive until someone points it out when you take a training course and I go, you shouldn't do that, that and that. Why is that? I illuminate it. It's often a self-confidence issue. Then you realize, oh yeah, hang on a minute. Wow, that's why the last relationship ended. (laughs) And then from that moment on, it's then about once you become aware of it, you can then start to make changes for your overall self-confidence. So on this 15-year journey that I've been on, it's funny, I, I, I still feel as renewed now as what I did when I started because there's so many things to learn. Like I've got an event coming up in December where I'm teaching micro cheating, which is a fascinating topic. I'm teaching a technique called ABCDE about red flags. I'm teaching boundary setting. I'm teaching a brand new form of storytelling, which is unbelievable. And there's so many levels and layers to every part of what I do. And generally speaking, when we develop a new layer, a new layer or a new area of coaching, if it's better than what we did before, we just drop what we did before and we teach the layer deeper. This is the benefit of having a lot of training experience over the years. Now, I want to point something out because this is really interesting. If you're going to take one thing from this podcast episode, it's the following truism. Nowadays, with artificial intelligence, with slick video editing, it's very easy for people to produce content and not be able to back that up in the real world. And the reason for that is because it's easy to get someone to write a script for you. It's easy to be able to develop things that way. And this is a problem because what happens is everyone's chasing that big win, that next viral video, that next amazing thing to happen because everyone wants an increase in status. But in my experience, a lot of the things that I've learned, I'm now 38 years old, been coaching a long time. I run a very successful coaching business doing this. People come to me from all around the world. Now, one thing I've learned is that the information and what I know now, it's the right time for me to know it. And that means that I'm at the age 
where I realized the power of the things that I know. And I also realized the power of how to train people to use them the right way. And I'm glad that I only get this realization now and not five years ago, because I would have misused it. And what I mean by misused is perhaps I would have oversold an area of what I do. Perhaps I would have taught something the wrong way. Now I'm at an age where what I know, I understand the power, but I also understand how to train people to use it the right way in a way that's ethical, in a way that is conducive to success for everyone involved and not to get a short-term win. I saw a recent video of someone online who said, this text message has saved my clients loads of times. And it's like he was saying, when a girl doesn't reply, you text them again saying, I think you forgot to press send. And he's like, you get that message back and everything's fine. And I, that's not true. You know, if a woman wants to reply to you, she will. And this is an example of one of those quick win techniques that just means nothing. You know, if she liked you, she would have replied to you. You're better off accepting that she doesn't than trying to chase after her. But that kind of video content looks really good. It looks like this guy's great. He's got all of the answers. And I, I can tell you he doesn't because if he's using that strategy, then he's clearly miles behind someone that really understands these areas and that's the 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 sort of pitfalls and it makes it very difficult for someone like yourself listening to this if you did want to invest in a training course to work out who's the right person to coach and train you and it makes it actually very very difficult for people um that's why i keep producing podcasts i keep producing sort of um content in different areas because that's another thing as well i think a lot of people just stick to the main topics, whereas I get involved in more nuanced areas like boundary setting, red flags, micro cheating, advanced storytelling. Because I think when you've been working in industry so long, you get so bored of the same stuff that you have to develop what you're doing. Otherwise, you get really, really bored. So when you are watching other people's content, obviously, you're going to listen to mine, you can listen to other people's. If, if there is not a progression in their content, then they're probably not going to be a good coach for you. There's got to be progress. Listen to their first bit of content, first five bits of content. Listen to their most recent five bits of content. There should be a, a, a remarkable improvement in their ability to articulate what they want in a shorter period of time or through a story-based narrative so that you're able to understand. I want to end this story, uh, sorry, this podcast with a story about a client of mine who I'm really proud of. So I, I can name him. His name's Ian Preston. He's a um, wedding singer in Marbella. I initially did a training course with him, a three-day training course in Madrid many years ago, teaching him how to start a conversation, which was, the course went remarkably well. He then called me up and said, can you come and coach me in uh, Marbella? And I was thinking, not really my ideal place, but sure. Or Malaga, actually, he lived. So I went there. We actually ended up restyling him. We burnt all of his old clothes. We've still got a video of him burning his old clothes on the beach. We restyled his business and actually we rebranded his business, made him more stylish and his business is now 50% more profitable than before. But off the back of my training and sort of the rebrand, we got him to um, wear a hat and he looks awesome in this. You can look him up, Ian Preston Entertainment, if you want to see him. But he essentially what he would do when he was singing at weddings is he'd take his hat off and he would put it on the girl that he liked. And what a great way of being you in a situation where if a girl's into you, you can put your hat on her knowing that she's going to have to bring the hat back to you. Right. And that's what happened. Um, and that's, you know, how he was meeting people through what he did without chasing anything. But the reason why I'm proud of him is because he recently got married to a former Miss Germany 
Um, and I'm so proud of him because he's such a nice guy and he put me in contact with my vocal coach, Jenny Gucci, and that sort of helped me on a different path of my life. And he got married, I think in Cologne around, it was sometime a few months ago. I couldn't make it because I'd already been booked for a, um, a coaching engagement, but just really amazing success of someone that just decided to believe in what I said to him, follow my advice and really get the rewards. He um, he often sends me uh, voice notes singing songs to me, telling me how much he loves me um, and how wonderful his life is, which is, I don't know, I just love it. When you, when you get to like 38 years old and you've been coaching a long time, you uh, you appreciate clients like that. Clients that reach out further down the line, you know, just to keep telling you how good their life is off the back of your support and, and what you did for them. So that just makes me proud. Um, and I just, you know, felt a, a need to sure share that story at the end. Um, so hopefully what I've done in this episode is I've shown you a few of the paths not to take, and I've really articulated the areas that you should really work on. I have a free program about how to approach women, which you can get via a link in my description. And if you would like to speak to me about taking one of my courses, specifically the course in December, then you just need to click the link in the description where you can schedule a consultation call with me.